podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Leonard, um, yourself with, with Al, we've got Oscar with DAZN, we've got um, Bob Aaron with ESPN, Eddie Hearn as well. The main kind of four promoters. Floyd made some comments, uh, I think beginning of this week or the end of last week, to Showtime, where he said, the sanctioning bodies need to sort themselves out. There's too many belts in boxing. Now, everyone I speak to, everyone doesn't really have a solution on how this could be resolved. But is this something that you think the promoters can do together to er eradicate these regulars and these interims and these supers and these franchises and have just that one kind of one champion per division? Is that possible at all? I mean, again, you know, I stand behind Floyd's comments. You know, um, he has an old school mentality. He has an old school mentality because you got to remember, he beat the best guys that are out there. And, and you know, he sees some of these guys. And, and I totally understand where he's coming from, you know, but also the other side of it is the business side, you know. And, and promoters are always trying to be creative to to get the guys the best opportunities. And, and I'm not going to use the word guilty, but, you know, we've, you know, we, we've – thought outside the box ourselves, you know, just like any other promotional company to get their guys opportunities. And, and again, it's just really about the best fighting the best. And, and, and to Javante's case, we're, you know, we know how to build stars. Well, that's something that Mayweather promotion knows how to do is build stars. And we have something very special in, in, in tank. And, um, every other boxing promoter knows that, you know, um, and so he is the, the next big star in boxing, you know, and we're just proud to be his promoter. And uh, we're just looking for a big, big fight tomorrow. Leonard, uh, Tia Fima made some comments where he said that fighters want to be money Mayweather without going through the, the pretty boy phase where Floyd fought the absolute best. And, and Floyd did make a lot of his money towards the latter part of his career. With, with COVID-19, we've seen before COVID-19 where the zone were absolutely outpaying fighters to join them, to build a subscriber count. It's kind of taken the back seat now. So has COVID changed the whole landscape of, of how you pay fighters and how much you pay fighters? For other promoters, it has. And for us, it's been, our guys are fighting. And our guys are fighting in big fights. I can't really speak for Eddie, Bob or what Golden Boy is doing, you know, I'm really just focused on our fighters, you, you know, that we work with, you know, we're affiliated and associated with, everybody's fighting and they all fighting in big fights and they all making money. I, I can't speak for what any other promoter is doing. You know, COVID has, has, has affected everyone in a sense where you can't do the type of promotions that you would like because you know, again, this is something very, very serious, and we take it very, very seriously. Everybody is, this is, you know, we've lost so many people around the world with this, with this terrible, terrible situation. And, and my heart prayers go out to all the families who've lost loved ones, you know. Um, but, you know, we just take things in one day at a time. And, um, but we've been working very hard with, with trying to um, be very smart about our approach on how we do things with 
with and also being able to exercise the 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 and put the right protocols in place and take chances unlike others haven't been able to do that because again we have an advantage we we have an advantage because we have uh, you know we have a lot of smart people around us and it's all hands on deck and while the other people are out doing other things we 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 working we working and grinding and we do it 24 7 365 you know we we ahead of the, the curve in the ball game the whole nine again our guys are fighting and they all each and every one of them are fighting in big fights everybody's fighting in big fights can't say that about nobody else Leonard, we look at we look from the, from a casual fan perspective. I'm sure your your role is to bring in more fans to the sport that will love the sport and become hardcore fans. But is it important? Do you think that promoters across the UK and America work together? We see a lot more rivalry and a lot more kind of I think hate's a big word, but there's a lot of competition. We know that, and everyone's trying to make money for themselves and their fighters. But sometimes you feel like promoters are protecting the fighters from fighting on other networks or other platforms. And is that a problem for boxing and for it to grow even further? No, no it, it's a, it's a perceived problem. Like for me, for an example, I don't have no problems with making fights with other promoters. It just has to make business sense. You know, I ain't say it has to make business sense for Twitter boxing or, or some selected media people. It has to make business sense for, with our goals and, 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 you know, what we set forth for what we're trying to accomplish. And, and what we're trying to accomplish for our fighters, we're going to put our fighters in the biggest fights possible for the most money. That's exactly what we're going to do. And we have the ability to do that because we have a tremendous platform and we have a whole network of fighters, you know, that we work with. So, again, we, we have a bunch of stars and, and we're going to continue to put our guys in big fights for the most money that we possibly can. And, and, and we're self-contained. We're, we're, we're self-contained. So, again, I don't need to uh, – again, we, we, we can make big fights. We, we can make big fights. And if so, another promoter has a fight that makes sense, of course we're willing to do it. It just has to make sense. It just has to make sense not just to – see, like me, what I'm not going to do, I'm not going to go and do somebody else's job for them. You know, we work very hard with building our young fighters and, 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 and we have uh, goals in mind that we, we, we want to build our guys and, and turn them into stars. You, you know what I mean? Other fighters, other fighters, other promoters, and I'm not criticizing anybody because Eddie, Bob, um, Golden Boy, Lou, all are good promoters. They all are good promoters, and you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I don't have no issues with nobody. I don't have no issues with nobody until you come at me. You come at me, then, then we, we got a problem. And they, they all know how I get down. I, I, I'm cut a little different. You're not gonna talk shit about me or none of my fighters, because I'm, I'm, I'm from, I come from a different, I come from a different kind of background. I don't have. I went born with a spoon in my mouth and, and born this way. You know, I, I come a total different background, so I get down a little different. You know what I mean? So, um, again, I don't have any issues with dealing with any promoter. Not, there's not one that I have any issues with, but I'm not going to tolerate any disrespect on any level 
Um, cause I'm, I'm going to try to treat my best to try to treat everybody respectful, you know, and, and, and sometimes that's how things, you know, part of the problem would be these promoters. It'd be these promoters. I'm, I'm just saying, it's, it's like, you know, it'd be these promoters and it's just like, oh, it's like, <laughs> they, a lot of them don't, don't even know what time of day it is. I mean, they understand certain things, but it's like, a lot of this stuff is relationships. You know, you can't expect to pop shit about somebody and then go try to make a fight with them. You, you, it's, it's like none of that makes any sense. Not that you got to be kissing anybody's ass and, and doing all that, but again, it's all of this stuff is relationship based, you know, and that's what, you know, um, we're big on that. We're, we're big on that. I mean, you know, I have no, again, I'll re repeat the same thing and I have no problems with making fights with anybody, but it just has to make sense. I'm just not doing something and we're not going to do something. Al, myself, Floyd, you know, we're not just going to be doing something just to be doing it, just to please somebody over here when none of it makes any sense because that promoter hadn't done their job. You know, if you got fighters, you, you have to go figure out a way to get your fighters in big fights. I'm not going to do your job for you. That's something I'm not, and, and again, all the promoters, they're smart guys. They wouldn't be in the position that they're in, you know, but they just have to find ways to be creative, to make fights, you know, make big fights for their guys and, 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 and put them in the best situation to be successful. But I repeat, and, I, and you notice I'm saying the same thing over and over again. I'm not going to go do somebody else's job for them. That's, that's not going to happen. Now, let me ask you the favorite three-letter word, pay-per-view. Um, I remember Oscar coming out saying pay-per-view is dead. Eddie Hearn has said pay-per-view is dead. We're talking about in America. We know. No. Oh, yes. You mean the commercials? You mean the commercials that they were running and the whole nine trying to shit on somebody else's stuff? Oh, okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We, 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 we obviously know that Canelo's got some big issues right now with DAZN and, and these, these, the money that he was offered. Obviously, DAZN can't afford it anymore because of the COVID-19. And there's no gate to Canelo's fight. So there's a lot of money lost out now. Is pay-per-view dead? We're fighting a pay-per-view fight tomorrow night. And we got the, the, the youngest, biggest rising star in the entire sport. Who's who is the only young fighter and one is the one of the biggest attractions in the entire sport at 25 years old? We and I'm glad that's a great question you brought that up. Um, when you look around at the young fighters that are out there, and we'll we'll just say all the fighters, not just the young fighters, you know, um, especially and we're talking about in the U.S. You know, you got Earl Spence, you got Wilder. You got Tank Davis, you got Canelo. Who else? I mean, you know, guys that are, you know, um, that put asses in the seats. You know, the kid Ramirez, he does really good too. And um, in Fresno, shout out to my boy Rick. Um, but when you look around, these are the only guys that have the ability to, I ain't gonna say ability. I take that's a, that's not a that's not a word, but who's proven to be ticket sellers. 
And that goes a long way with building to become a star. You know, um, you don't become a star overnight because you win a, you win a quote unquote, you win a big fight. Okay, and I use this as an example. You know, some of the knock on, on, on Tank has been that, oh, he ain't fought nobody. But Raz, let me tell you something. He was a young guy, he's still young, but he was 21, 21, 22 when we came over to UK and we fought at Cobo Hall. Um, did you see any open seats over there? When we went to LA, Mares fell out. No tickets were returned. They came out, all, all the Mexicans came out. It came out. You know what I'm saying? You, you go to Barclays. Brothers and sisters came out. Come on down the road to Baltimore. They came out. You go to Atlanta. So all these are different marketplaces that I'm talking about. But yet, some of the, some of the critics have said, well, he ain't fought nobody. How does he have the ability to put asses in the seats in these different marketplaces? How does that happen? Because he's the most exciting fighter in the entire sport. We know what we're doing. You know, um, he's going to be a global superstar. He's going to be the biggest star in the entire sport very, very soon. Bigger than anybody. Anybody. And again, because we know what we're doing. We did the same thing with Floyd Mayweather. You know what we're doing. You know, again, no knock on none of these other promoters. But again, it's, it's like, it's like you have to understand what the mar these marketplaces are like. And it just comes with experience and just knowing and keeping your ears to the streets and understanding. You know, you can't, can't come to America and just feel as though you're going to pop shit and then just because you got a bankroll and it's going to work like that. Don't work like that. Don't work like that. Don't work like that. And I, got, I, got, I respect Eddie. You know, he cool. I don't have no issues with him. He cool. You know, but you, it's, the, it's a mindset. You know, everybody's working hard to, to try to, um, you know, do the best they can for their, you know, but but it's like I can't come to the U.K. and expect, oh, like I'm going to take over the U.K. It's like I got to learn the marketplace first and make some connections and work with other promoters and, you know, it's the, but you can't come to America, you know, it's just like that, that shit works in the U.K., but it don't work, you know, in America. You know, and, and he's not the only one. I mean, it's just like you just have to understand what this what the, what the overall landscape is and and kind of what what things are. But you what you can't do is is and what some of these promoters are learning. You can't run around here shitting on other people's fighters and then expect to go make a deal. It, it just that's not that's not business. And they think it's sometimes all money ain't good money. It's all about giving the fans the biggest and best fights as we continue to do. But, it, but what's considered big fights for other people might not be the same kind of mindset that we have because, again, it's like we're, we're not just looking to build boxing fans. See, that's why we've been able to – one of the main reasons we've been able to be successful because we think outside of the box. We don't think like the traditional promoter we want to – you know, but the diehard boxing fans are critical to the development and of 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 young fighters and uh, and 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 understanding and 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 
building them, you know, and, and having this, this close relationship where you understand the fighters. But boxing, the, 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 the diehard boxing fans, that's a, it's a, just a, a, a small niche, you, you know, because this is a niche sport. It's like, so when you, when you look and you're looking to have a tremendous amount of success, you have to think outside the box. And that's when you, you have to be creative to, to continue to grow the sport with casual fans. And that's something Tank has been able to do. He has a connection to this younger generation. So when you look around at his fights, I'm looking at young people from like 18, 40, you know, and then that's just the, that group of people. But then when you look at the celebrities already that are gravitating towards him, they're coming to his events, just just like so excited because he has a very entertaining, exciting style. And this is all about entertainment. And he has the ability to have a connection and because he's in the right situation. And I give Floyd a lot of credit for that part because Floyd has been an established global superstar and he and and you know just the protege you know and Floyd is grooming him you know and and we making moves just making making the right moves and and again is that I wish each and every other promoter nothing but but continued success and it ain't nothing but love on this end you know and I see because I'm not a hater that's something that I'm not you know, I don't. I don't spend my time worrying about what other promoters are doing or sitting around criticizing them, because that's time that I could be using to to do something to help grow my own fighters instead of worrying about what somebody else is doing. You, you know what I'm saying? Then you're you are an astute businessman, but you're a human as well, and we all have feelings. But I remember when Oscar was popping it at you. Pay-per-view's dead. It's all about the zone. Subscription, subscription, subscription. Eddie as well. Subscription, subscription, subscription. You have come out in the past and said, you know, you're not going to let your main fighters go on, on a platform that that's an app. So has it has it made you... Sorry. I'm not, not cutting you off, but I have to cut you off. Why in the hell would I put my fighter on an app that nobody's watching? I'm trying to develop and grow my fighter to, to, to build them into the ultimate goal is to have an unlimited ceiling. And again, there's no knock on Eddie and what they've done with his own. Wish them the best of everything. But all I'm just saying is that my fighter wasn't fighting on no damn app. What, why, would, why would I cap my fighter out when he has the opportunity? I know that he's, he, he's a young superstar on the rise and he has an ability to go out and put asses in the seat, and he has an unlimited ceiling. He has an unlimited ceiling, you know, as opposed to, you know, it's, it's nothing wrong because, again, it's like I don't concern myself about what anybody else is doing. That's great. That's great for them that, you know, they, they have the ability to pay guys and do all of that. And, but we got stars. We, we got stars over here, and guys understand that once you reach a certain level and you, you work very hard, it's like the ultimate goal. And because Floyd has shown these young fighters that, and not just only young fighters, fighters and as a whole, is that if 
you're in the right situation and, 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 and you continue to work hard, anything's possible because he's shown you that, that you can go in there and you can have an unlimited ceiling with having a platform that allows you the ability to do that. But if you fight in a situation and you have a cap on what you can achieve, then it just kind of limits you to what you can do. And again, I'm not knocking somebody else on what they have. I'm just saying that that's something that I'm not going to do, that's something that Floyd's not going to do, and it's not something Al's not going to do. We're not interested in putting our fighters, um, we want to give them um, the, the best exposure possible. The best exposure, we don't want to put them in, and I'm not saying what's going on. You know, they, they might think, well, that's, that works for what they got going, and that's good. But that's just not something that we're doing. And I'll continue to say that. Then I just want to end on this. Uh, Dana White came out uh, last weekend after the Habib fight, and they asked him about Floyd Mayweather. You know Floyd better than most people. Are we going to see Floyd back in the ring, in the octagon, in some form of combat fight in the future? Are you? That's a question. You, you said that Dana said what now? Dana said he's had some conversation with Floyd. Uh, Dana, yeah, he has. Dana's, Dana's um, and Floyd uh, have a good relationship. We all have a good relationship with Dana. Dana's, he's cool. You know, we've done great business with the Conor fight, have no issues with them. See, because people, that's the one, another thing. They always try to pitch you against. They always want you to say something negative. About, Man, Dana and them are doing their thing. I applaud, I applaud them. We cool. It's like they're doing their thing. I have a number of respect. Keep doing your thing. They're not in our – see, this is the thing. They're not in our lane because the two entities can coexist because they're entirely two different fan bases. See, we're continuing to, to try to elevate our fighters, not just put them in this little boxing – little box over here where, okay, there's these little – 150, 200,000 fans, and it's kind of what it's the biggest you're going to get. No, we're always thinking, being creative, to try to give our guys the biggest platform as possible. They have an entirely, totally different fan base um, as it relates to combat sports. And, again, they've had a tremendous amount of success, and I hope they continue to kick ass because they're not in our way. See, that's what I'm saying. Some of these other promoters, we've got something negative to say. That's because they don't have the ability to think outside the box and, and they worrying about what somebody – and I'm not concerned about nothing nobody else is doing other than what we're doing. And what we're trying to do is continue to give our fighters the biggest platforms possible so these, these young men can make the most money possible because in boxing you have such a short window of opportunity to have success because this is such a dangerous, dangerous way to make a living. Okay, I appreciate you giving me, uh, I think we've gone on over 30 minutes, but when you, when, you, when you conversation flows, time flies. Yeah, yeah, all good. And again, I want to thank all the UK fans for their continued support. You know, um, over the years, we want to, uh, to tell them to um, enjoy this wonderful fight we have tomorrow night. And again, um, uh, tell the fans to thank Floyd. You know, and, and again, um, Tank's going to be coming to the UK very, very soon. Much respect. Leonard Ellaby for IFL TV. Thank you very much. Okay. My guy. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global.
Social Podcast Network.